have your Bibles, let's go to Judges chapter number four. I sure do thank God for the privilege. Thank God for the opportunity. And uh, boy, it's starting to feel pretty good up here now. And uh, I told Brother David, I said, I didn't bring my phone, so I'll try to watch my watch and not preach too long. He said, just go ahead and preach till the sun goes down. <laughs> so I appreciate you being here and a joy to have a Foothills meeting. And uh, good to see this crowd here tonight. We thank God for that. And uh, I'm glad God's still on the throne, aren't you? And uh, I'm glad there's men of God still preaching. Thank God they singers still singing. And there's uh, still a remnant. Uh, God is still using his people. I'm so thankful for that tonight. We preach Sunday morning. Uh, Satan is a raging. The world is a ruining. But thank God, God has a remnant. Amen. I sure am thankful for that. I guess uh, not just pastors, but individuals can say. I'm sure even young people can say, no matter uh, how old they may be tonight, uh, that they've seen some things in the last three months we've imagined or our imagination never even led us to think we'd see or things we'd do or uh, the way we'd even worship. But I'm glad tonight it's not changed the ability of God. It's not changed the position of God. It's not changed the person of God, nor has it changed the power of God tonight. Amen. I'm glad he's still on the throne. I'm glad he still lives in the heart of his people tonight. And uh, what better thing to do tonight than to get outside somewhere, turn the speakers up, and just go to church. Amen. And uh, Judges chapter number four, I'll try to give to you a thought. The Lord's laid upon our heart. I'll be as brief as I can tonight. Uh, if, you're st if you're outside tonight and you want to stand, stretch your legs. Feel free to do so tonight. Judges chapter number four, and uh, we'll look in verse number 14 tonight. Notice what your Bible says. Deborah said unto Barak, up for this is the day in which the Lord hath delivered Sisera unto thine hand. Is not the Lord gone out before thee? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor and 10,000 men after him. And the Lord discomforted Sisera and all his chariots. And all his hosts with the edge of the sword for Barak before Barak, so that Sisera lighted down off his chariot and fled away on his feet. But Barak pursued after the chariots and after the host unto a horsesheth of the Gentiles, and then all the hosts of Sisera fell upon the uh, upon the edge of the sword, and there was not a man left. Howbeit Sisera fled away on his feet to the tent of Jael, the wife of Heber the Kenite. For there was peace between Jabin, the king of Hazor, and the house of Heber, the Kenite. Jael went out to meet Sisera and said unto him, Turn in, my lord, turn in to me, fear not. And when he had turned in unto her, unto the tent, she covered him with a mantle. He said unto her, Give me, I pray thee, a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. And she opened a bottle of milk and gave him drink and covered him. And he said unto her, Stand in the door of the tent, and it shall be... When any man doth come and inquire of thee, and say, Is there any man here that thou shalt say no? Pay close attention to verse number 21. Then Jael, Heber's wife, took a nail of the tent and took a hammer in her hand, and went softly into him and smote the nail into his temples, and fastened it to the ground, so he was fast asleep, for he was fast asleep and weary. Notice the last three words. So he died. God being our helper tonight, I just want to give you a thought, try to preach to you what God's laid on my heart tonight. But I want to preach on this simple thought tonight. I still believe there's some things that the children of God 
need to stake down tonight. God being our helper, I want to preach on this thought. Let's just stake it down. Father God in heaven, as we come before you tonight, Lord, I want to thank you for the privilege and for the opportunity. Dear God, you give us to be here tonight. Father, I pray for the anointing power of the Holy Ghost tonight. God, I pray you'd lead our minds and our mouths. God, help us not to say anything, Lord, that you wouldn't have said. God, help us not to hold back anything you won't say tonight. God, I pray your people would be encouraged, be challenged. Father, Lord, if there's one needs to draw closer to you, Lord, may tonight be the night. God, if there's any out of the will of God lost and undone, I pray tonight would be the night of salvation unto them. God, have your will and way in the remainder of this service. Thank you, Lord, for this uh, organization, God, that I believe with all my heart you put together. Put your hand on it. Oh, God, help man to stay out of the way and God to get glory. It's not about a certain church. It's not about a certain man. Oh, God, on this earth. But thank God it's about you tonight. Lord, and all that you've done, all that you will do. God, I pray you'd meet with us tonight. Lord, I don't know about anybody else on the ground. God, I'm hungry tonight, Lord. I need a touch from heaven tonight, God. And Father, I believe with all my heart, there's some things in my life, in my heart, our church, uh, and this fellowship tonight, God, that we still need to stake down. God, I pray you'll help us, and we'll thank you for that you do in Jesus' name. Amen. May God help us tonight. Uh, let's look just a few moments and uh, uh, kind of get an introduction here. But if you'll go back to verse number one, I'll show, I'll show you the reason why I believe with all my heart that there's still some things that need to be staked down tonight. If you'll notice in verse number one, the Bible said, And the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord when Ehud was dead. And can I say tonight, I, I believe that it's a continual cycle. Uh, you've heard it uh, probably throughout your life that history will repeat itself. And here's the reason a lot of times that history repeats itself. We've seen history repeat itself uh, in uh, generation after generation. Uh, in lifestyle of a family member, uh, that lifestyle repeats itself. We've seen that, in, in, whether it be good or whether it be bad, history repeating itself. Uh, we've seen history repeat itself uh, uh, with Wall Street or the stock market or however you want to look at it tonight. Uh, we've seen history repeat itself a lot of times. Uh, uh, every year we make a resolution, we're going to lose 20 pounds. It lasts about March. Uh, and then we start it all over again another year. And the reason a lot of times that history repeats itself is because we want a different result, uh, but we want to do the exact same thing. Uh, I've got news for you tonight, church. We can't expect different results uh, until we do something different tonight. We can't expect God to be more real to us than He's ever been before until we decide that there's some things in our life and in our home tonight that we're going to stake down and make sure uh, that the adversary and the enemy is dead tonight. I'm not talking about wounded. Uh, I'm not talking about crippled tonight. I'm not talking about tuck and tail and run. I'm talking about fastening his head to the floor uh, or to the word of God uh, and standing upon the authority uh, of what God's put in our heart tonight. Here's the problem the Bible said in verse number 1. And the children of Israel sinned again. Can I say a lot of times the reason spiritual history repeats itself in our life is because we get God's grace and God's mercy and we turn around and do the same thing over again. Can I say that I still believe we live in the greatest country in the world tonight. Oh, but can I say America is sinning against God tonight. 
Oh, there's some things that need to be staked down. Notice this tonight. We see the Bible said in verse number 7. And I will draw unto thee to the river Kishon, sister of the captain of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his multitude, and I will deliver him into thine hand. And Barak said unto her, This is Deborah giving Barak this message. He said, If thou wilt go with me, then I'll go. But if thou wilt not go with me, excuse me, then I will not go. Look at verse 9. And she said, I will surely go with thee, notwithstanding the journey that thou takest shall not be for thine honor. For the Lord shall sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. And Deborah rose and went with Barak to Kadesh. Uh, uh, let me just say this and I'll get on into the message tonight. Uh, and uh, I don't mean, uh, when I first say this, I don't mean it to sound wrong. So please forgive me. I don't have this wrote down. Just felt the Lord asked me to say this. Uh, uh, it's been a few months uh, since we've had fellowship uh, like we're having tonight with sister churches and uh, with brethren and uh, fellow preachers tonight. Uh, oh, but can I say this? I'm glad that the relationship uh, picks up right where it left off. Here's what I'm trying to say. Uh, I don't have to worry if I'm still being prayed for, if I still got fellowship, or if I still got friendship. Oh, but can I say tonight, uh, hey, listen, if nobody else wants to go, uh, if nobody else wants to stand, uh, you and I must realize that the Lord Himself have already delivered the enemy unto our hand tonight. I'm not more than a conqueror tonight because these brethren are in my corner. I'm not more than a conqueror tonight because you're sitting on the ground, but because of the love of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank God we're more than conquerors tonight. Notice your Bible. There's a few people here tonight I believe we ought to look at. Well, number one tonight, we see Deborah. She's a prophetess. She's come to tell. Bear it, what the Lord's going to do. I, I hope it sounds right when I say it. I said this at the church one time, got myself in trouble. I said, I love all the ladies in the church. My wife, one eyebrow went down, one eyebrow went up. And I said, what I'm saying is we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the ladies in the church. I cleaned it up real good. I want to say this. We need some praying women tonight. We need some women that still know, still know how and desire to raise children at home that Love the Lord. Boys and girls that's still in love with the Lord. We see a prophetess here. But we see Barak. He's a man that led 10,000. So he's a man that would probably be looked at and be honored. Matter of fact, believe it or not, Barak kind of sounds like Elijah right here in uh, 1 Kings chapter number 19. After Elijah done called fire down out of heaven, he said it wasn't going to rain. It didn't. Three years later, he said it wouldn't. It did. Hey, listen, he went up there on the Mount Carmel and 450 servants of Baal get slain. Hey, listen, the Lord sends down fire. It consumes the altar to sacrifice. Licks up the water round about it. And, Je and Jezebel said, I'm going to have your head. And he takes off running and does what most of us Baptists do and go find and hide yourself in a cave somewhere. Oh, but I'm glad to tell you tonight. Oh, Barak, he's thinking about living. Even he's thinking about fleeing, but in his fleeing, he still gets to lead 10,000 men. And you'll find him recorded in the book of Hebrews tonight because of the faith and the honor that he had. Amen. Notice this. Not only that, but Jehu. Jehu's the wife of Heber, the Canaanite. Sister, he is the commander of the Canaanite army of King Jabin. And then Jabin, he's the king of Canaan. So we see these peoples listed out right here. We get to verse number 14. Notice what your Bible says. Deborah said unto Barak up, for this is the day which the Lord hath delivered sister into thine hand. 
not the Lord gone out before thee? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor and 10,000 men after him. If you'll notice in verse number 7, the Bible said, I will draw unto thee to the river Kishon. Sister, the captain of Jabin's army with his chariots, his multitude, and I will deliver him unto thine hand. Number one, tonight I just want to say this. I believe we need to stake down the promise of God tonight. Notice what your Bible said in verse number seven. He said, I will draw unto thee the river Kishon, sister, the captain of Jabin's army, with the chariot of his multitude, and I will deliver him under thine hand. I know what it feels like a lot of times, and me and my wife was even talking about it, uh, I guess it was Monday, today's Wednesday, talking about it earlier this week. Hey, listen, I, I hope you're hearing me tonight. I was telling my dad in the car about it today. Hey, listen, I, don't don't please hear what I'm saying. I, I understand that COVID is real, and I, I didn't want to preach on this tonight, so I'm just going to pass it real quick. Hey, I didn't come to preach on COVID. Somebody blow your horn right there. Hey, Here's all I'm trying to say tonight. I believe the virus is real. I believe people are really getting sick. I believe people are really dying. Hey, but can I tell you, I believe our adversaries are pushing this thing. Hey, listen, through the media and the Democratic Party. Hey, you can get mad if you want to. Hey, but I'm telling you tonight, there'll be no elephant that'll save you. There'll be no donkey that'll save you. Oh, but thank God the blood of the Lamb without blemish and without spot. That's where our help is tonight. Hey, I'm glad that I'm anchored in Him. I have His promise tonight. We need to stake it down. Hey, listen, this may be something that separates us. Hey, listen, only only speaking distance or only a touching distance or a hugging distance. But can I say tonight, hey, listen, what better? Please hear me tonight. I didn't ask these men for their approval. This is out of heaven tonight. Hey, listen, you know the thing that fears me the most? How many people's going to get comfortable going to church in their PJs, sitting on their couch? Hey, I'm telling you, you better believe me tonight. The adversaries are running this thing. Oh, but I'm glad I have a promise in the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. Oh, yes. I'm glad he's never left us. I'm glad he's never forsaken us tonight. Hey, there's not a sparrow ever fell from the sky that he don't know about tonight. He kisses the lilies every morning with dew. How much more does he care for you and me tonight? Hey, somebody, hey listen. Now, I'll just be honest. I know I'm trying to be funny tonight, but it's just keep your attention. Keep me from getting beat up on the way home. I live with the most nervous woman in the world. She loves God. She loves me. She loves our family. Things like this make her nervous. And I'll just be honest with you. People like this make me nervous. But can I say they still, in the midst of all this uncertainty, in the midst of all this nervousness, even my wife, because she's sitting up on the bank, would agree with what I'm about to say. Hey, still, there's a peace down in her heart. Thank God there's a peace. Hey, I don't like going to church outside, but I sure do like what I feel out here tonight. Hey, I'm here to tell you, they cannot shut God in a box. Hey, listen, they can't throw him outdoors. Hey, they couldn't kill him at the cross. They couldn't keep him in the tomb. And nothing is going to keep him from his promises that he's made to you and I. There's some things tonight. I believe on the promises of God. You and I need to stake them down tonight. You say, 
My dad raised me this way. Son, don't ever lie and don't ever cheat. And I remember that. And if there's anything, my wife, my babies can tell you, men that work with me, deacons can tell you at the church, hey, listen, just tell me the truth. Don't lie to me. Don't cheat me. I won't cheat you and I won't lie to you. Hey, listen, if it hurts your feelings, I'm going to tell you the truth. I've done found out you can lie and get in trouble with God and man, or you can tell the truth and get in trouble with man. <laughs> yeah, man. Here's all I'm trying to say tonight. A man's word used to mean something. Used to shake each other's hand. Matter of fact, this would kill COVID. You spit on it and then shook it. You should shake each other's hand, look each other eyeball to eyeball, and the man had your word on it. Hey, that was better than signing a contract. Can I just tell you something tonight? I'm glad I got God's word on it tonight. It's forever settled in heaven. Hey, I'm just telling you tonight, there's some promises. You and I need to stake down tonight. Man didn't promise it to us. Man cannot take it away. But thank God the Lord himself gave us some promises tonight. Not only that, but notice this. See the promises. We need to stake it down. How about this tonight? How about the presence of the Lord? We just need to stake down this. He always has been. He always will be. And he's never. Matter of fact, Hebrews chapter number 13, verse number 5 said, He has ne never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Hey, you can even say it backwards. means the same thing. Thee forsake, nor thee leave, never will I. Hey, I'm just telling you, now, he ain't going nowhere. Hey, I can stake down the presence of the Lord tonight. My wife told me a few months back. She said, you just got to get in your hard head. It's just like this. You can trust me in Jesus and forget everything else. Somebody blow the horn over there. Thank you. Here's what I'm trying to say tonight. The Lord's simply saying this. I don't just have his promise on it. Thank God I've got his presence on it. Watch your Bible. In verse number 9, watch what the Bible said. And she said, I will surely go with thee, notwithstanding the journey that thou takest shall not, uh, shall not be for thine honor. For the Lord shall sell sister in the hand of a woman. Here's what she said. Okay, Barry, if you're scared, me as little old prophet at Deborah, I'll go with you. But here's what you got to understand before I go. It ain't going to be me that delivers sister. The Lord's done went down there before us. And when we get there, he's already going to deliver him under the hand of a woman. I told the church the other night, aren't you so thankful for T-H-E-R-E in your Bible? He told Elijah, he said, I have commanded the ravens to sustain thee there. You know the difference between here and there? That cross in the front of the word. That's the only thing changes from here to there. You know why a lot of times we get the blessings from God that God wants us to have, not that we deserve but that God wants us to have, I'll tell you why. It's simply because we're trying to get them here and the Lord said to get there. Yeah. Matter of fact, whenever the brook dried up, you know what the Lord said? He told him to go to that little little woman's house and he said, I have commanded her to sustain thee there. Here's what I'm trying to say before he ever got down to the brook Siri. The Lord done talked to the ravens before he ever got to the widow woman's house. Lord done talked to the widow. Hey, I'm just telling you tonight. I'm glad for a Holy Ghost of God that knew about COVID before we did tonight. Amen. Matter of fact, he knows about tomorrow. He knows the next, the next step, the next stage. And I'm just going to tell you tonight, no matter what stage we're in in our life, 
or in the virus. There's some things that need to be staked down tonight. The promise of God. The presence of God. How about this? Look at verse number 14. How about the protection of God? Look at verse number 14. Deborah said in the barrack up, for this is the day. In which the Lord hath delivered sister in thine hand. Is not the Lord gone out before thee? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor, 10,000 men at was a heartbreaker right here. Notice what it says. Is not the Lord gone before thee? Go with me just a moment to the book of Psalms, chapter 139. Why don't you just listen? I'm just going to read it. That'd be all right. Let's let the Word of God speak for itself. Psalms 139. Watch your Bible. Oh Lord, Thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down sitting in my uprising. Thou understandest my fault afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. There is not a word in my tongue, but oh Lord, Thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before and laid Thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. Whether shall I go from thy spirit or whether shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. I say, surely the darkness shall cover me. Even the night shall be light about thee. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day, the darkness as a light, are both alike to thee. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. Notice this, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are thy words, and that my soul knoweth right well. Preacher, what are you saying tonight? I'm just saying I'm so thankful for the protection of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's gone. Matter of fact, you know the book of Psalms, probably one of the most read, quoted Psalms in your Bible tonight, Psalms 23. Hey, listen, he's before me. He's behind me. He's beside me. Hey, I just want to say I'm glad for the protection of the Lord Jesus tonight. Matter of fact, your Bible says it like this. Is not the Lord gone out before? Boy, I just want to say tonight, I'm glad that we can stake down the fact that the Lord, hey listen, I'm glad for men that's went on before. As a matter of fact, I called eyeballs the one sitting right over there, Brother Alan Barker, a while ago. We get to hear him preach tomorrow night. Boy, I'm glad for dear men of God, my Dear pastors in heaven tonight. Boy, I'm glad for men of God that blazed a trail before me. Yeah, man, I'll be honest with you. I'm not. We, we, I, I'm thankful for these men, even though our ages are called. I'm thankful for these men. Hey, I, matter of fact, I'll be honest. I'm thankful for some of these young men coming behind. Yes, sir. Still wanting to blaze the trail. So, preacher, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that it's went ahead and staked it down years ago. We've got God's promise on it. Hey, listen. We got God's presence on it. 
We got God's protection on it. So why don't we just go on for the glory of God? Why don't we just go ahead and make up our mind? I didn't get in to get out. Hey, listen, I didn't get in tonight to see how many people I could cause to get out. Hey, I got in tonight because I was lost and headed to hell. And realized I stood in need of a Savior. I could not save myself. I could not forgive myself. Thank God He did that tonight. He is our protection tonight. And how about this? Last but not least, how about this? The promise of God, the presence of God, the protection of God. But I love verse number 21. About the perseverance of God. Here's what I'm trying to say. If you and I go ahead and stake it down tonight, you don't have to restake it down tomorrow. You don't have to stake it down next year. Next week, next month, no matter what virus, no matter what temptation, no matter what trouble, home trouble, house trouble, church trouble, church people, God help us. No matter what kind of trouble. If you stake it down tonight, you'll have to stake it down again tomorrow. You'll have to stake it down again next week. Notice what your Bible says. Boy, I hope this will help you. Now if you'll notice, the Bible says that jail comes and I hope this will help you right here. It wasn't unusual. Go home and study this. It wasn't unusual for a lady to have a hammer and Tent stakes. Because she took care of the home. That's what she did. But what was unusual was this. That he asked for water. And she said, water ain't going to do it. We're going to have to give something precious. To get rid of this pestilence. To get rid of this trouble. She gave him milk and put him to sleep. Covered him up with a blanket. But that wasn't good enough. See, here's the problem a lot of times, and boy, I hope it's a happy. In our churches, in our homes, here's all we're doing. We're sufficing the adversary. We're letting him sleep on our pews. We're letting him sleep in our bedrooms. We're letting him sleep in our living rooms. We're letting him sleep in our house, around our house, in our cars. God help us tonight. In our televisions, in our computers, in our phones. In our closets, God help us tonight. Jail said that ain't going to get the job done. You see, there's a man of God. There's a prophetess of the Lord that went to a man earlier on today and spoke of me. That the Lord was going to deliver this man into my tent. And I was going to be able to defeat him with the help of the Lord. That fellow's going to come along here in a little while. He's going to want to know where Jail Hugh is. I mean, going to know where Sister is. And if I don't nail him down while he's laying there asleep on the floor, he's going to get up and he's going to continue doing what he's doing. And Israel's going to continue doing what they're doing. So here's all I'm saying tonight. Here's the persevere. She didn't let him just sleep there. Hey, listen, she didn't go to the tent door like he asked her to and lie and say, no, he ain't here. Hey, here, you know what? Let me tell you what I believe a lot of us need to do tonight. Hey, listen, I'm not talking about telling me. I'm not even talking about telling these men tonight. Here's what we need to do. We need to say, God, that's me. There's an adversary. There's a demon tonight that I'm letting sleep in my house, in my car, on my cell phone, in my computer, in a place in my house that he ought not be. And tonight, I'm going to persevere the enemy. I'm going to stake it down. Here's what the Bible said. She didn't wound him. 
She didn't scare him. She killed him. I thought about tithing it like this. God give us some head busters. Boy, we need some young people. I mean, I've said to some of these preachers before, just cutting up, I'll bust your head. They've told me the same thing. Hey, listen, you know what we need? We need some people tonight say, you know what, devil, I've had enough. Hey, you know what? I've been scared long enough. Hey, I've been worried long enough. I got God's promise on this. I got the presence of God on this. If, again, I just ask you tonight, if God be for us, who can be against us tonight? Hey, listen, I'm just telling tonight, watch your Bible and I'm done. If, if this will break back in and remember, I'm talking about staking it down tonight. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 32 through 34. Barak makes the, uh, the hall of faith there in the book of Hebrews. We got God's promise. We got his pr presence. We got his protection. We have the perseverance of God. Hey, see if this will help you right here. And yea, and you being dead in sins and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath they quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of the ordinance that was against us, which was contrary to us and took it out of the way nailing it to his cross and having spoiled principalities and powers he made a show of them openly triumphing over them Colossians chapter 2 verses 13 through 15 you know what happened I'll just tell you the Lord nailed it down he staked it down oh thank God tonight my sin and your sin that was nailed to the cross of Calvary thank God they died there that old man died there never to be remembered against us anymore. It ain't mine and your job to try to raise that old dead man up. Right. It's mine and your job to persevere yep. with the help of the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. Yep. I believe there's a few things we need to stake down.